I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June. I got my co-host with me. Introduce yourself to the people. Boston Child. We still here. We still drinking the uh, blue Kool-Aid or what, man? I don't, what, what's up with that? Hey, we, we true to this, not new to this, man. Like, you know, we, we beyond <laughs> Kool-Aid. We, we, we in the mix. We in the mix, man. We been, we, uh. We we watched the game like everybody else. We saw everything that everybody else saw. And I don't know if you want to jump into your rant now, but I got a couple of things I want to say that just disgusted me. You want me to go first or? You go first because I might not have to. I think we on the same page. So I'll let you go first. And then if I got anything to add to it or if you didn't, you know, hit where I wanted to go with this, then you go, I mean, then I'll go, you know, go further. So, but. so yeah, as, as far as the Lions go, we were due to get punched in the mouth eventually. And I think the timing on it 
is right. We got a nice cushion as far as the NFC North is concerned. And it puts some things in perspective for us. I, I know the 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 fan base, first of all, anybody that, that that's ready to jump off the fan base, this is a perfect time for you to jump off the fan base before things get too real. So if if that's if this is your time, you can go right ahead and hop off the bandwagon. But as far as our positioning, it doesn't affect our NFC, the, the outlook for the NFC. It doesn't affect the NFC North standings because the Packers and the, the Packers and Bears lost, right? Yeah. The no, Bears, Bears won. Bears, no, the Bears, no, the Bears won. won. The Packers, the Packers lost, and the Vikings will likely lose uh tonight. So um it puts things in perspective for us. It it lets we we know that. We are not ready to talk Super Bowl as of yes, yet. Yes, we are going to the playoffs this year. Yes, we will. I feel like we likely will, will win at least a playoff game. But this puts, puts things in perspective as far as the product we put out on the field is not good enough to to win at all. Um, I I think it is time to really look at Jamison Williams and and really see it. I think we're beyond the point of making excuses for him. I, I it's either put up or shut up for him. And it's time for Brett Holmes to get aggressive because in the injury bug has affected us the way it has effect, affected a lot of other teams. But the product we're putting out there right now is not ready to make any serious moves because this wasn't just a you know mishap. Oh, we made a couple of mistakes here and there and we lost. No, we got smoked. We got our boots smoked yesterday. That that was a that game was never close in the first quarter. I think we were down what four touchdowns. We, uh, we it was twenty eight nothing and a half for sure. Yeah, at half. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So by halftime, we were down four touchdowns. I at a, there was a point. Oh, it was in the first quarter. They had more points, which was only like 21, 14. They had more points than we had total yards. Like. We just came out the gate just super just from the out the gate. We, you know, the punt return, you know, where the where our gunner ran into the punt punt returner. And I think they scored unanswered the first three, four times. So yeah, we got we just we weren't ready and we got popped. That simple. Well, my rant isn't about the actual football team, is it's about people. Right. Oh, God. Well, we I know, know I got to I got to I, I got to say it because Foster, I, like, I'm going to give an example. I'm going to give an Get example. Test, Foster made a post in one of these Detroit groups on Facebook, one of these Detroit Lions groups saying, hey, we should get a corner in the near future. Not saying that our corners are trash right now. Not saying any of that. Just saying next year we should. I think your post said. Next year, we need yeah. to draft a corner. Early. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Early, early draft it. Yeah, for sure. They wanted you to <laughs> die. They wanted you to. They wanted you to suffer. They wanted. They will. They wanted to just punish you, boss. Like for merely uttering a position of concern. How dare I? How how dare I? I say that. For the future, not now, but going forward, I mean, any team, and let's be realistic, any team where your second corner is an 
undrafted, you know what I'm saying, person. I mean, nothing against that, but most teams that have corners have drafted corners or got free agent corners from proven commodities or draft picks. Some, You know what I'm saying? So I think the fans, we have a very fickle fan base. Yesterday I saw and heard same old Lions. I heard and saw uh, uh, this team isn't ready to compete, um, this, that, and other. It's one game. You know what I'm saying? We win Monday night football, and cures all for the moment. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just think the people are so used to having a downfall, and that they're waiting for something bad to happen to say, you know what, I'm done. You know this, you know this team is, is, is back to the world. You know what I'm saying? But me and Foster has said on this show that Baltimore is a team to worry about because one, they had a mobile quarterback that we're not used to, to handling or, or, or don't think we're equipped to, 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 to face. And they had a, they have a pretty good defense. And we saw that pretty much Sunday. We saw Lamar Jackson making plays with his arm and his feet. Uh, his feet early, his arm all game. Uh, you saw uh, uh, the defense not letting up. Now, once you get play from behind with Baltimore, once you get three touchdowns behind, they're pinning their ears back just like any good football team. They're waiting for you to pass. You can run it all day. Uh, but now they know what you're trying to do, and they just pin their ears back, and they play, they play pass defense. And when you have a good defense, you can be up three touchdowns and play like that. And that's what happens. So my rant is I want people to, I, what I want people to get from my rant is take a breath, take a step back. If you're ready to jump off the bandwagon now, you were never on it in the first place. So just relax. We play Monday night football. If you see a couple of bad performances in a row where you get stomped like that, <laughs> then I can understand your concern. But we were due for a punch in the mouth, and that's what we got. Without so, a doubt. Without a doubt. Nobody likes to see it. We don't agree with it. We don't want it, but it is what it is. You take it with a grain of salt, and, you know, I think. The Lions uh, learn from this loss. I think it's a reality check. And I think it's one that, you know, you got to have some film to look at. You right. know, there's, you know, there's, you lose 38 to 6, you're not going to find many positives. But one thing, the tape doesn't lie. And right. if you're not doing things correctly in that tape, you know what I'm saying? You're going to – good teams are going to – good coaches, they're going to see it. Like, look, and there was a press conference from Dan Campbell where he said, hey, hats off to them, but we helped, we helped them win. Like, we didn't do, a, we didn't do ourselves a, a service uh, 
one-on-one matches we got, we didn't beat our man, you know, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. But the one-on-one matchups, you did not win. So you got to take advantage of those one-on-one matchups uh, in the trenches and on the outside. You got to do that. And none of that happened. You look up uh, Baltimore scores on their first possession. We get a three and out. They score on their second possession. Three and out. Score on their third possession. Three and out. That game was over early. <laughs> it felt early. Like, I mean, you held out hope for it to get better, but. Uh, well, I mean, scores 38 to 6. You only scored six points. That game was over after the first touchdown. It didn't look that way, but, you know, as as bad as the uh, the defense looked out there, we know they're not that bad. We know the defense can play better. We know the defense is better. It's just Sunday, man. It's one of those games where you go out there and you don't handle business. You can get embarrassed. It's an embarrassing plus, loss. Plus, we didn't have our MVP. So, and okay, for the people that's not paying attention, who is that MVP you're referring to, folks? Come on, Jerry Jacobs, man. That's that. That's the MVP right there. No, but honestly, in all seriousness, I think it did, especially with the fact that he practiced all week and we prepared for him to be in there. I think it did throw off our schemes a little bit. Um, you saw played a lot of zone. Man, that, that you that's once once we 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 looking and it's like mm, this ain't man. They, they they playing off these dudes pretty heavily, and I feel like that's something because that has to go across the board. Whereas if if you got Jacobs and Sutton on both sides, you can you're you're across the board you can press. But Sutton can't press up, and Harris is it is not. It forced right. everybody into that scheme, and it, and like I said, it wasn't something that they prepare could prepare for during the week because Jacobs played the whole week. So I feel like um, we kind of got caught slipping with Jacobs not being able to uh, play that game, and you know I. In all seriousness, I don't think it completely changes the trajectory of the game, but it gives us a fighting chance, at least, if Jacobs is out there. Because he he makes a lot of plays and he's always around that ball. So um that was one of that was one of the factors, but that that, that it was inevitable. We we knew Baltimore was going into Baltimore, that was gonna be a tough game. And then of course the the fact that he was a uh the Jackson is a, is a running quarterback and, and, and that creates issues for every, you know, for everybody, but, but us, especially, it just feels like. Yeah. It was, it, it's just a bad game. It's just a bad game. It's, there's no sugarcoating it. Um, if you, if you lost faith watching that game, I kind of understand your plight, but at the same time, we know it was a bad game. We know this Detroit Lions team can play better, can be better. They just were flat versus a very good Baltimore Ravens team. And and that's just Never that. Recovered. I mean, yeah. Never recovered. Got behind early. You get behind early and against a good defense, it it could be it could bode pretty bad for you. You know, you need you need to hang around a team like Baltimore and be in it because 
that defense was pretty fresh at the end of the first half. Like, they, I think they got three, three and outs. Well, they I know they got three, three and outs. And on the fourth possession, I think there was a couple of uh, uh, first downs. But after that, defense was off the field. You know, so um, you got to wear that defense down. You got to wear that defense down. And to be honest, I think a game like that with all of the injuries, all of the injuries took its toll Sunday. You need all hands on deck for, for that team in Baltimore. The way you played, you need all hands on deck. So all is not lost, though. We're going to uh, – we we take this loss. Lions are 5-2, and two, still first in the division. Uh, Green Bay lost. Uh, Minnesota plays uh, San Francisco tonight. Chicago won. Um, they beat the Raiders, and we play the Raiders Monday night. So that makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling the backup I'm feeling okay. quarterback out there. They better have uh, if they have a good week of practice, which I anticipate uh, that they'll get back to work. They'll watch film, and they'll prepare for the Raiders. And I think uh, you'll see a difference. We'll all see a difference on Monday night. Monday night football. I will be there in person though, for real. Oh and yeah. I'll be, uh, yeah. My first Monday night football game. I'll be there. That's crazy. First one. Yeah. So without further ado, Foster, we I know it's it's gonna be a tough week and it's gonna sound negative, but what is your offensive grade this week? Ooh. Okay, offensive grade. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it. I'm gonna just keep it 100. Offensive grade was a D plus. One touchdown. Um, obviously, we went we went for two because we were down a whole bunch of points, so we, we didn't get it. So we got six points. It looks like two field goals as opposed to uh, one touchdown. But overall, golf was sacked five times. That can't happen. Mm. Golf looks very uncomfortable in that pocket. I feel like as it was collapsing around him, he was dropping the ball. He was he was he was stumbling and bumbling, and uh, it it kind of ex- kind of exposed him. It kind of yeah. exposed the the weaknesses that he does possess. So uh, I will say that the fact that the defense the fact that the defense fell behind so bad. Granted, every time. We the defense gave up a touchdown. The offense had an opportunity to, you know, bring you know bring it back to them. So I can't p- completely put it on the defense, but I feel like we did we we did have to abandon the run as we continue to fall behind because, um, you know when you get behind, run the the clock is against is is your worst enemy. So you do have in a, in an offense that I feel like is is very run is run first to set up the pass. We had to abandon that. And and that's part of the reason why we didn't get as many points is because after a while we couldn't kick field goals. We couldn't, we had to go for two, you know, it, it, it threw everything out of whack, but um, mm-hmm. golf did had, he had golf had an interception 
and uh, J-Mo had zero catches in, for zero yards. He dropped a couple questionable. One of them I saw was, you know, it, the long pass that was was he kind of had to catch at his ankles, but it's one of those balls that was like, hey, this is this is we we brought you here to to catch the ball, so you got to make things happen. And, yeah, man, um, the ball hit him in the face one time, man. We got to catch that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and no, but it's it's just it's it's getting to that point now. Hey, he's healthy. You got suspended earlier this suspended earlier this year. You're back now. We need to see consistency. Uh, consistency. Um, I, I put some of that on the you know the, the the coordinator as far as getting the ball in his hands by any means. We'll get we'll get to the coaches though, of course. But yeah, overall, it looked. It, I'm in Ross St. Brown was pretty much playing out there by himself. Laporta had a couple catches in garbage time when the game was out of reach. Gibbs got his first touchdown, you know, had, you know, happy mm-hmm. for him in, in that regards. He actually had a decent Gibbs actually had a decent game, but it was just too little too late. Um, and yeah, the fact that we only scored um one touchdown, six points, I gotta give him a D plus. I have to agree with you, Gray, because honestly, I did not look at any statistics after watching the game. I just said D plus. Uh, and the reason why I say D plus, because I saw uh, St. Brown getting a bunch of catches. Uh, I like what I saw to Jameer Gibbs uh, late in the game. So I didn't want to give them a complete and total F. But... <laughs> Um, or failing grade or, you know. So I said in my mind I was going to give him a D plus or a D, something like that. But uh, what's up, Gabe? Um, Gabe says he doesn't look anything like the player he was at Bama, and I'm assuming he's talking about uh, J-Mo. J-Mo. Yeah, I think so. Got to be. Um, so the defense, the offense, you get – you got – Six points, and you failed on the uh, the two point conversion. Uh, I think at that point you just kicked the extra. Uh, that's just the way out. But that that's I mean, more just for looks at that point. It ain't got nothing to do yeah. with winning yeah. the game, obviously. Yeah, I mean you down what thirty eight nothing, and you're going for two. Uh, no, yuck. <laughs> work on your fundamentals and kick the kick the field goal uh i mean kick the extra point man so i too uh gave the offense a d plus hold on for one second while we get to these ads and pay a couple bills i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With that being said, Foster, what? How did you grade the the, the defense? 
I gave the defense a D minus. Out the gate, we had receivers wide open all over the field. We looked lost in the run pass option uh, on those plays. Um, he was. It's not so much what people what we what we forget about running quarterbacks. It's not just about what they do once they're on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Once they're running down the field, it, being a running running quarterback is about creating more time for yourself to make that pass as well. And the pass rush just was not getting to him. And even when he was, even when, when we were remotely close to him, he was able to evade us in, in a way that it created enough time for us, uh, for him to find the wide open receivers, the wide open fullbacks, the gigantic Ricard or whatever his name is. Um, the dude was like mm-hmm. 280 pounds and he was just running for days um on one of those passes we just we just looked there wasn't anybody in the frame with him yeah we just looked ill prepared it looked like they knew where they knew what play was coming like because some of these plays is like did did they know what we were gonna because the plays were just so so well countered to ours that it was like are they in our pocket right now like it was i knew it it's the hardball thing they somebody scouting Somebody scouting him and his brother. They that's watching the. the it, that's the way it felt. I mean, we just didn't ha- we just didn't have a chance out there, and um, you know we talked about Jerry Jacobs a little earlier and how it it could have possibly affected the defensive scheme, but um, I mean, I looked at I was looking at some of the stats. Like Kirby Joseph had nine tackles. Like that's not when you when your deep safety has the most tackles by far on the team. That's never yeah, good. That's not- um, I think I think Derek Barnes only had two tackles. Um, Hutch had had um, two tackles, zero uh, zero sacks. It just wasn't. It was definitely our worst defensive effort. And um, yeah, it just it just it just hurt me to see <laughs> the amount of amount of just gigantic plays because the passing is is the Ravens' weakness. Like we said mm-hmm. that. If we oh. if we can keep uh Jackson um from running and make him pass, no, no, no. After a while, I was like, no, please stop passing. Beckham and and Zay Flowers and and oh Mark Andrews, the tight end, he went crazy on us. He looked like Tony the 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 second coming of Tony Tony Gonzalez out there. So yeah, I gave him I gave him a D minus. Um we did cause one turnover, one turnover. Um, otherwise, I say I would have said maybe an F, but we did we did cause one turnover. I'm giving them an F. They have failed. And the reason being is four straight touchdowns in the first half. Four <laughs> possessions, four touchdowns. That's not going to cut it. And if your offense, the other teams, uh, uh, not scoring. You, if your offense isn't scoring and your defense allows that, you have failed them miserably. Um, you put a, you put the offense in a position where they have to pass, and you can prepare for that. You can play for the pass. Um, I saw receivers without defenders within ten yards. <laughs> of them 
far too often. Far too often yesterday. Uh, no pass rush. I mean, he had one play on one touchdown play. He had 10 seconds to throw the ball. That's entirely too long to depend on a D-back to cover any wide receiver, and I don't care what. That's an eternity. Yeah. Um, they they tried to contain him in the pocket, and he just passed out of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, no. I, I didn't see anything positive or anything nice. I can honestly say uh, that the defense did yesterday to win, to, to make it competitive. The, the plays that were made were outside the realm of being down 28-0. I mean, the game was put away after the first half. So myself, I give them a failing grade. But for average sakes, because you chose a D minus and I chose an F, it'll weigh out to be a D minus. So, okay. okay. <laughs> now this is a this is another grade that we need to look at. How you grade the coaches? Mm. I gotta say. I say D minus. Like I'm not mad at anybody says that he, that, that we failed completely. Um, can't Dan Campbell himself will let you will, will say, you know, I I just didn't have the the, the players ready to play today, and um, it and like he said, it, anything that could have went wrong did, and anything that could have went well for them did. So well, Foster, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do you one better. It, for, for the listeners, this is what Coach Campbell had to say. Yeah. But ultimately, it was that we I didn't have them ready. And uh, and I've got to do a much better job of getting them prepared, which I will this week. Uh, we'll, we'll be ready for the Raiders. Um, but, um, you know, we just certainly didn't play. They did everything right over there, and we did everything wrong. And- F. <laughs> as far as <laughs> <laughs> you, if you say that you didn't have them ready to play after seeing that, I'll t- I'll I can't do anything but agree. Yeah, I can't yeah. do anything. The coach has got an F, and I'm yeah. talking every coach except the special teams coach because they didn't. I mean, because he kicked off the kickoffs look good. I mean, all five of them, it's five or six of me kicked the ball out there. Kickoffs look good, you know, uh, but other than that, I mean, he punted good as well. But we did punt. We did punt. The 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 offensive coach uh, Ben Johnson, he, he gets an F. Aaron Glenn gets an F. So ultimately, Dan Campbell gets an F, and I'm sorry. That's just what it is. That's what it is. And uh, but. We have to talk about something positive in the game. And at this point, we do have um, offensive and defensive MVPs that we're going to talk about. Uh, how do you get an offensive MVP of, after a 38 6 uh, loss? How do you get a defensive MVP after 38 and 6? Well, Foster's going to give you his 
his his MVPs, man, because he had he's gonna he his cup is always half full. Uh, you know, we're not gonna sugarcoat anything, but you know, there are some people out there that actually played yesterday and played decent enough and they hustled enough to get these awards. So Foster, who is your offensive MVP? Offensive uh, offensive MVP, I actually I changed my mind. I was going to give it to Amon Ross St. Brown. He did have a good game. He had 12 catches um, for 98 yards. A lot of dink and dunk. Nothing that really, you know, changed the world mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'm going to give it to Jameer Gibbs. He was starting running back. He showed good balance between uh, catching the ball out of the backfield and running. And he actually scored his first touchdown of his career yesterday, which was the lone touchdown of the game. And, you know, ho- hopefully he can hopefully he can build off of that and that will provide some momentum. Obviously, everybody was concerned about his usage uh, alongside David Montgomery. There was no David Montgomery, so he had the full, you know, he pretty much got the the majority of the touches outside of uh, Reynolds and I think Ibrahim before he got hurt. Another again, another serious injury. Um, he got but, carted off. That was that's uh, prayers to him. I hope he's better. I yeah, hope yeah, he's absolutely. Not anything serious because once that cart comes, once that truck comes out to get you, it's serious. So, but he right. held up a thumb on the way out. So two thumbs. I think he put both his arms up. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it was just one. But yeah, so so hopefully we can some build on some momentum, um, and hopefully he's in he's in good physical shape because uh, we're gonna need him again on Monday night. He will probably be the primary RB one for that game as well. So I'm gonna give it to him. First touchdown. Hopefully he got the got, you know got the ball and uh, can uh, build off of that confidence. I said at the beginning of the show before we started. I said, Foster, I don't have any MVPs for this game. And he said, I got you. So <laughs> I don't have any any input. Defensive MVP. Who you got, Foster? Defensive MVP, I gave it to Hutch. Hutch had an off game. Pretty much everybody had an off game, but he did recover a fumble pretty impressively. Um, he kind of, kind of roped it in with his forearm, you know, to, to, uh, to grab it because he didn't. It was a ball that was kind of more in the in the area of the running back, but he was able to kind of scoop it up. And uh, at that point, I don't know how many points we were down, but. It could have provided some type of momentum or or shift in the game. It did not, but uh, you know we we'll, we will we will give credit for the the the, the fumble recovery, nonetheless. Other than that, I you know there might not have been a defensive player of the game. There really shouldn't have been, to be honest. To be to be honest. At this time, I reserve my comment. I do not have an M- defensive MVP in this debacle of a game. That's a word. That's a word for it, for sure. Hey, man, I read the dictionary a little bit today, man. (laughs) So, Foster, I put you on the spot for the MVPs because I had no input towards it, but this is the time in the segment where Foster gets to talk about our featured player of the week. So I'll step to the side and Foster... Tell us our uh, featured player of the week. 
Our feature feature player of this week is Josh Reynolds. He is a solid possession receiver who who utilizes his size and his um, elite ball skills to create mismatches on uh, jump balls. He's got um, some some good size. He's 6'3", 198 pounds, and um, he he's a definitely a weapon in the red zone because he's able to uh, to go get some jump balls and uh, like I said creates a lot creates a lot of mismatches for those undersized corners. He's also underrated when it comes to stretching the field. He's actually averaging the most yards per catch um, that he has ever had in his career. He's third in the NFL. Um, with 18 yards per catch and just to give you an idea of of the disparity between him and the and the next highest amount between players um Khalif Raymond is uh second amongst on the team as, as far as receivers and he averages 12 yards per per catch obviously I'm in Ross St. Brown more of a short intermediate route guy so he's only averaging 10 yards per catch but obviously he has way more catches um but he's got a unique story. He actually went to the Juco. He went to a junior college his first year. He originally had a scholarship offer from Oregon State. They revoked his offer, and he ended up going to the junior college. After uh, one year at the junior college, he did get a scholarship at Texas A&M. Um, he played at Texas A&M for three years. His first year, he actually broke the single season receiving touchdown record which was held by mike evans obviously we know mike evans is mm, yeah and, um, and he was very good at texas a&m but uh josh reynolds his first year did break that record um but yeah he was he, he was ended up being drafted in the fourth round by this by the uh, was that the st louis rams then or was it the LA? i don't know he was drafted by the rams and he was obviously LA a la rams yeah i don't know if he was when he got drafted when they got drafted, maybe he was. They've I don't know been going to St. Louis for a long time. For a while, okay, okay, fine. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he was obviously a teammate of Jared Goff, um, for a few years while he was while he was with the Rams, and eventually they would obviously reunite in Detroit. Um, he did have one stint in uh, Tennessee with in Tennessee with the Titans for a half a year before he was waived. And then halfway through the year, he was signed by the Lions. He immediately became Jared Goff's favorite um, target. You know, our our receiving core was a lot lighter then, but obviously, them having that 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 uh, chemistry with uh, from Los Angeles, you know, it it, it worked out well when he uh, got to Detroit. Um, after that year, he signed a, a two year deal with Detroit, so he's here right now. He's uh, having one of his better years and he, you know, will never be a number one option, but in a pinch, he can play that role for short periods of time. He had to, he was the number one, he was the number one option in the game that Amon Ross St. Brown uh, was hurt and he did a, a great job and he, yep, you know, he's been, definitely, he, he's got three touchdowns this year. And like I said, he, he, He's third in the league, which I would have ne- I would not have necessarily expected, but he, he's third in the league as far as re- re- uh, yards per reception with 18 and a half. He's only there's only two people ahead of him as far as that's concerned. And, you know, going into this year, it was his role was kind of uncertain. We knew that, um, you know, we went out and got Marvin Jones. We knew that J-Mo was going to miss the first couple games of the year with a suspension. but 
he's, you know, turned out to be a, a constant outside of Amon Ross St. Brown. And obviously we got, we got Sam Laporta as well, but we didn't necessarily know that Sam Laporta was going to be as good as he was. So um, he's come in, he's been consistent. And um, like I said, he, he's off to the best start of his career. And he, uh, with, with J-Mo struggling as much as he has and Marvin Jones struggling as much as he has, it's, it's been a, he's been an important and consistent uh, member of our receiving core and he will be a, he will be a big part of, you know, how good our, you know, our offense is ranked very, is very, is ranked very high and he is, he's been a part of it and he's going to be a big part of moving forward, continuing that trend. Okay. Well, there we have it. Josh Reynolds. Let's give Josh Reynolds a, 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 a lion's roar. Oh, that sounds like a toilet flush. <laughs> it does today, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Especially with the way thing went yesterday. Definitely. Yeah, uh, definitely flush that game down the toilet because that is yeah. Woo. Uh let's take a break for ads real quick, boss. <laughs> So I guess we can move on from this uh, and quit torturing ourselves talking about this last game. We've seen it. We talked about it. It's over. We're five and two, and we're heading back to Detroit. Monday night football. Uh, I can't imagine uh, going into their six and one. On Monday Night Football, I think it's still going to be electric, but imagine going in there at six and one instead of five and two. That place is—I I still think it's going to be rocking. Oh yeah, it's it's Monday Night Football. This is prime time. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, and uh, I'll be in the game. I'll be at the game. I'm watching You'll be in the game. No, 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 they don't need. Okay, I'll, I'll be. At Ford Field, uh, um, I don't know. You may have to do an initial initial reaction, Faust. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, that'd be tough for you to do. Yeah, um, yeah. So you might have to handle that. Uh, if not, uh, I'll do it when I get home. But yeah, it's uh, it's the Raiders, and I'm going to be honest and total transparent. I grew up uh, a diehard Raiders fan. So I didn't start liking uh, the Lions until I was uh, older. But I was a diehard Raiders fan since I was a kid. So Monday night, Raiders, Lions, it couldn't be any better for me. Uh, It's uh, birthday weekend, the wife's birthday, and our anniversary all in the same week. Mm. It's going to be, and to top it off, I get to see Monday Night Football, my two favorite teams. I couldn't script it better. Uh, Alliance win. Raiders are playing (laughs) horribly, so I'm definitely cheering for the Lions. I say the Raiders should tank. I just go ahead and tank. That that team looks horrible. Mm. Lost to the 
Bears convincingly. And if we don't beat the Raiders as bad as the Bears have done, then I'm going to be really, really disappointed. And Foster, Wednesday, we have this roundtable, right? Right. <laughs> will, will you be in attendance? Please say you're going to be there Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. I definitely gotta, you know, I definitely gotta show face. You know, you you can't duck out on the on the lone, you know, couple of losses that you have during the year. That's that's just that just looks crazy, you know. I can see the smile on Pay's face. Pay <laughs> is the Chicago uh, affiliate FFSN um, that we do a show with on Wednesdays. Uh, we do a North. Uh, North Division, NFL North Division Roundtable every Wednesday. And we drop that show on Spotify on Thursday morning. I, no, I drop it immediately. So uh, that that show drops Wednesday evening. Uh, so you'll be able to listen to the roundtable. And while you don't see the actual footage, me and Foster has to look at pay, smile, tell us, Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it while you can. Classic, classic quotes. Now they all, now this they all week, got classic quotes. <laughs> now this week, the Bears won and the Lions lost. And he is he already inboxed me like ouch. Like he <laughs> hasn't been ouching all year. Yeah. But oh, but but it's it's okay. It's okay. Foster, I am ready for war on Wednesday. There's no more nice though. I just, I want, if there, he can throw a pebble at me about this if he wants to. It's, it's Pearl Harbor, baby. I'm throwing I, a, I'm, a, a rock. I, I, it's it's, it's going to be Nagasaki, Hiroshima. <laughs> throw one pebble on me. I'm I'm dumping. I'm, I'm unloading the whole clip. I'm letting <laughs> off a drum Wednesday. He say something out of you can't say nothing to me and you two and five. I'm I'm telling you, Foss, it's gonna get ugly if he's he better not say anything about terrible loss. Expose any of those words will trigger me. Right. I'm going off Wednesday. So y'all might want to tune in. Y'all might want to tune in. It's gonna be on Spotify Wednesday evening. Uh Download Spotify. Download the, the the actual episode when you see it on Spotify. Just give us a download, man. Just check it out. We'll be on iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that stuff, man. Uh, check us out there. That's not a visual show. What we're gonna have on Wednesday? It's something that's strictly on Spotify and uh, those other streaming sites. And you can also you can also check us out. Uh, uh, for my listeners, tune in to uh, YouTube or Motor City Metric. You'll get to see the the, the faces behind the voices, me and Foster. Uh, Motor City Metrics on YouTube, and you type in Bleachers to Speakers, or you'll see us in the lineup. Go to the live or hit video, and you'll see us in the uh, in the algorithm. Just go ahead and uh, check us out there. So, Foster, do you have any concerns going into this next game? Uh, no major concerns, but I fully expect and want them to. I, th- I feel like they got a they got a bomb on the Raiders. This cannot be a close game. 
this is a, a, a prime time game against a a mediocre Raiders team. I'm not going to act like they're just. I mean, they they're three and four, second in the AFC West, and this is kind of. I feel like this is a, a breaking point to whether or not they are going to tank and, and call it quits. I mean, it's early for that, but I, I feel like they're at a they're at a point of of uncertainty right now, and I feel like they really it would be a huge victory for them if they were able to make it happen. And I feel like, you know, we're going into a a home game after being away, what, the last two weeks? Yeah. The Bucks and the – was that the last two weeks? The Bucks and then mm-hmm. the uh, – yeah. So so we're coming back home after two weeks, and the crowd is going to be electric, and they want to see – they want to see some fireworks. And the Raiders have the 31st uh, ranked defense, which sounds like dead last, if unless there's 32 teams. Like – and, and it's got, not good if you're in it's not good it's terrible you know and, and max crosby who's a you know very you know and he's from michigan i believe everybody's like bring him home or, I think he went, or he went to central or was it eastern he went to yeah. eastern so um you know he's gonna definitely gonna try to show out as well but yeah the defense should be we we should be able to open up that playbook have some fun i need to see jmo I need to see JMO active. I need to see Gibbs active. And, you know, we're seven and a half point favorites. And I really feel like we need to come in there and command this game from out the gate. And I'll tell you what, if we don't win this game, worry a little bit now. Worry a little bit. Will we still be up a couple games in the division, depending on how everything else shakes out? Yes, but... Two law two losses in a row, um, including a, a loss to the Raiders at home on Monday night, not gonna bowl well. Foster, I'm 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 gonna say this, right? And I know I I, I never want to be the one that look at past games or team uh, games against other teams to predict what we should do. But in this case, I have to because our division has has faced the Raiders, uh, half the division. Uh, we're the third team that's out of the division that's going to face them this year. Um, against Green Bay, they struggled to win versus them. We didn't have any problems with Green Bay. Right. They lost horribly to Chicago. <laughs> Chicago hasn't – Chicago, Justin Fields didn't even play yesterday. Right. Uh, they had a uh, uh, a rookie quarterback, undrafted rookie quarterback, <laughs> that started yesterday. Um, the Lions cannot afford to lose this game, and they're one and three on the road. On top of everything, the Raiders are. This they, so is the game you good. need. To, this is the game they need to be on all cylinders. Score 40 points, allow seven to say, hey, we might have lost to a good team, but these scrubs can't mess with us. And this is the game before so, the bye week, too. So we you want to go into the bye week with some momentum. You don't want to have to sit on a loss for the next week after that because that is just going to be awful. And oh, then you God. have a chance, an extra week to get healthy. Absolutely. Uh, oh my God, we need that so bad. We need that. I, I expect Montgomery to be back after the yeah. Raiders game. 
Because yeah. it's like two weeks after that. So I expect him to be back by the end. Um, so, yeah. Um, take care of business versus the Raiders at home. Monday night football. Primetime game. This is what we wanted as fans. There was a long, there was been seasons without the Lions being on Monday night football. We here now. So take advantage and don't lay another egg because yesterday was omelet day. That was, (laughs) that was just not acceptable. It was not good. Uh, not a not a loss that hurts your season, but a it's a loss that hurts. So, just to be honest, you know what I'm saying like nobody wants to see your you don't want to see your team lose like that, and that was a bad loss. But we're not gonna harp on it too much longer, Foster. We're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Monday night football tonight. I am going to watch San Francisco versus Minnesota. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, you gonna watch the game? Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm check it out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So make sure you check us out every Monday night, 7 o'clock, before Monday Night Football's jump uh, pops on. You can check us out, and we will have this show downloaded on the Spotify and all the streaming sites uh, the next morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. It'll be there. Check us out there. Give us a download. Listen. Uh, give us some feedback, man. If you if you ever uh, want to watch the show and and we we, we pin your comments to the screen uh, uh, for anybody that asks asks a question or have anything to say, you know, you know we love the participation. We appreciate everybody that's listening, and we're gonna get out of here. I don't want to drag it on too long, Foster. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? We need this W right here. I tell you what, we are gonna get this dub.